The AI Today podcast, produced by Cognolytica, cuts through the hype and noise to identify what is really happening now in the world of artificial intelligence. Learn about emerging AI trends, technologies, and use cases from Cognolytica analysts and guest experts. This podcast is sponsored by Fiverr.com. Fiverr is a marketplace for creative and digital freelance services. And in fact, I use Fiverr for quite a lot of the things that we do here at Cognolytica and AI Today, including the editing of this podcast, the generation of transcripts, and more. I definitely encourage you to take a look at using Fiverr for your creative and digital needs today. And I have a special offer for you today. Use the promo code AI Today for 15% off your first purchase on Fiverr.com. Offer valid until December 31st, 2018. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the AI Today podcast. I'm your host, Ronald Schmelzer, and our guest today is Rashmi Misra, who's the GM of Internet of Things and Artificial Intelligence Solutions at Partner Device Solutions for Microsoft. Thanks for joining us, Rashmi. Hi, Ronald. Thank you for having me on this podcast series. Yeah, thrilled to have you here. So welcome, and thanks for joining us. So Perhaps for our listeners, if you can introduce yourself to our listeners and tell us a little bit about your current role at Microsoft and what you're currently doing around AI and IoT. Certainly. So currently, I'm heading up a team that builds IoT and AI solutions at Microsoft, working with partners of all sorts, device manufacturers, application developers, system integrators, vertically focused partners who want to apply key artificial intelligence technologies in IoT fields helping the ecosystem put the end-to-end view together, create workflows, test scenarios, and create value out of these Internet of Things solutions. Well, great. And maybe for our listeners as well, maybe you can dive a little bit deeper here. So maybe you can tell us a little bit about understand why this is essential. Yes. Well, conceptually, IoT seems easy. Sensors are cheap. Connectivity is sometimes free. So how hard can IoT be? Actually, the answer is it's harder than we first suspect. There are a lot of moving parts since so many of these subcomponents, as as I call them, such as connectivity, security, data storage, system integration, the sort of device hardware and application development, and even the sort of networks and processes, they're all changing quite quickly in this space. But IoT also adds an additional complexity of scale. The challenge begins to become bigger than many initially realized. Oftentimes, it's easy to, say, mount a sensor that can be accessed from a smart device, but designing it to be a reliable sensor that can be remotely controlled, upgraded, is an entirely different matter. You know, you start asking yourself questions such as, is it secure? Is it cost effective? These are the sort of initial questions. And then, I guess, we work with partners to look at how they can create repeatable scalable solutions whilst embracing sort of collaborative types of frameworks and models that work across the entire use case and all its different players and really come up with security, interoperability, device management, provisioning, all designed in. And finally, I guess, to look at the outcome. You know, once you collect all that data, you really want to gain some insights and knowledge from that data in a quick and easy to use sort of integrated manner. So for example, in an industrial automation sort of scenario, you might want to be able to do some acoustic modeling of equipment or image classification to help you with predictive maintenance, for example. Mm. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely one of the interesting things about IoT that's say differentiated from some of the other use cases. That's just constantly generating a lot of data and information and sometimes, you know, really useful or important pieces of information for the enterprise could be lost in that sort of sea of, I mean, as you mentioned, you know, you have security, 
implications. You know, we've, we've heard someone refer to IoT sometimes as the vulnerability of things. So <laughs> that sometimes needs to be addressed. And sort of bringing it back to our listenership here, obviously, we focus a lot about artificial intelligence. And so, you know, AI is a hot area right now. And you know, IoT has been hot for quite a while. And I guess maybe our folks may not be aware of the overlap between the two. So can you explain how AI and IoT overlap and reinforce each other? Mm. So the Internet of Things, I guess, is transforming business models today by taking the leap you know, from companies that make products and services to companies that make promises about outcomes. So by impacting those business models and creating a collaborative and interconnected world that sort of aligns itself around outcomes and innovation. And it's changing all industries, you know, both the business fundamentals and the relationships that businesses have with their customers, you know, collecting, transforming data. And actually what you want to do with that is transform it into usable, useful and valuable information. So as an organization, applies digital transformation strategies to their business, the combination of IoT and AI begins to create a real disruption in each of these industries, you know, whether it's through engaging their customers through conversational agents or customized experiences or analytics or enabling employees with productivity solutions or optimizing operations with insights and predictions or even, you know, transforming, I guess, the sort of utopia, transforming their products with that innovation driven by the data. So really the combination of IoT systems, automating, collecting data, and AI delivering those insights creates a real value system dynamic here. That's definitely true. I mean, obviously, a lot of the applications of artificial intelligence are on the pattern recognition and doing some of the things that are just not easily automatable otherwise. So that's definitely impactful. And speaking about impact, our listeners are enterprises that are looking to implement and adopt artificial intelligence into their operations, as well as the vendors that are servicing those enterprises and the consultancies that are trying to tie those two constituencies together. So for that audience, these are both public and private sector folks. What do you see as the impact of AI, especially as it's applied to IoT on the enterprise and through that vendor ecosystem? Mm. So I guess I believe the technological sort of breakthroughs that we're currently witnessing will be embraced by both public and private sector organizations for, you know, things that I just mentioned, productivity, automation, decreasing costs and gaining those insights. But I, I also think there's a societal impact here as well. So on a societal level, I think solving for that inclusive growth and that balance growth in these areas will be key. And by inclusive, I mean, you know, training enough resources for these skills, making these technologies accessible to all, but also balanced with creating new complex tasks to compensate for those reduced labors and need for automation. So I think in the private sector, we'll be seeing twofold of actually looking at those sort of productivity automation decreasing costs, but also seeing, well, how else can we realign ourselves for those considerations too? Mm, yeah. So in speaking of realignment, we've seen a lot of the folks in the vendor ecosystem, the, the technology providers and the solution providers aligning themselves around artificial intelligence. I think a lot of people see this as one of those transformative trend technologies. You know, just as we sort of went through that internet wave and the mobile wave, and you know, we're sort of going through this AI wave right now. A lot of us are hoping for sure that it's durable. We don't see the sort of the peak and wane as we had in previous instances with AI. And so what's interesting is that you know Microsoft has announced recently that they're becoming an AI first organization. And we're seeing other companies, both enterprises and 
vendors doing that. And so what does that mean specifically for what you're working on that Microsoft is AI first? So Ronald, AI is on the verge of making our lives much more productive and creative, but it also has a, a much more fundamental and crucial role to play. The ability to reason over large amounts of data and do all that pattern recognition so much more quickly can really help businesses, individuals, and society to really move forward. And so, for example, from the IoT world, having real-time information for, say, energy consumption decisions can make each of us help us each to make better decisions. And then if a whole group of people and businesses are able to do that as well, we start seeing a whole sort of multiplicative effect as well there. And I guess, you know, in terms of Microsoft, I guess our approach here has always been to build foundational technologies and tools upon which others can innovate, you know, as with the first PC platforms. And so the need to follow the same trajectory for AI is there as well to make it inclusive, democratic and accessible to everyone. Well, definitely that's important. I think we're starting to see this wave start to impact all industries. And so that's part of what we follow here at AI today and the Cognolytica research that we're producing. So for those organizations that are thinking about and haven't quite yet gone down that path of AI adoption, what are some of the challenges around AI adoption for the enterprise and for for public and private sector organizations, especially around AI and that IoT area of overlap? So I think today, from the experiences we're seeing, this is really around application accessibility and then making sense of the application of your AI algorithm. So if you have a pool of data that is being collected by your sensors, attenuators, wearables, gateways, collecting and aggregating that data for you, sending it to a repository, well, at the very least, you can run some statistical analysis once you've collected that data. But say if you want to do more, you want to start using this data to diagnose or be prescriptive in what actions you should take on the system, whether it's your manufacturing system or some other. Or you want to be proactive in determining when something is wrong in a manufacturing line or, you know, with a healthcare patient or even predictive in terms of telling us, you know, things like when an extensive drill bit or a piece of machinery might fail or when energy consumption might be most optimal for what you're using it for. How does a business or organization embrace AI technologies to really simply and easily apply to their data, their process, their conveyor belt or call? And it's this accessibility to the models, you know, being available to every application developer in the world. And through a spectrum of options, depending on their skill sets, is what I see as really being essential. And, you know, for example, you might want to apply, you know, sort of cognitive services for, say, vision and image classification or speech recognition or some sort of language comprehension and knowledge and search sort of stuff. Or you might want to build a machine learning model to detect anomalies and classify or learn from your data. Now, in all of these, you may want to use prepackaged code and templates that help you to apply the correct model to get the right outcome. Or you may want to reuse tried and tested models. Or really, you might even be at the other end of the spectrum and want to delve in deep and build and train your own models. And of course, you may just want to run your AI workload and harness somebody else's GPU, CPU power in the cloud. And then we add another piece of complexity in the IoT world where there are situations where you might want an easy method to package all that up, package your machine learning or AI. AI model into a container and then push it to an IoT edge node and run the intelligence locally in a simple manner. For example, you might have a situation where you need to keep that data close to where it was collected or security or or regulatory reasons, or you may need a fast response time for whatever action you determine is appropriate on some machinery close to where your process is, or you just have low bandwidth. So casting that data to and from cloud, for example, or a data center is just not efficient. 
So the challenge, as you see, Ronald, starts becoming in applying those AI technologies and models to each of these scenarios in what I like to call aesthetically appropriate manners in terms of where the workflows reside, but also in terms of appropriate accessibility, accessing those models to either a simple call or a REST API or using an SDK to sort of embed it in your existing application or delving deep and building your own. So courses for courses, depending on where you are on that spectrum. Mm, Okay. So, so, I mean, some of that's clearly technological hurdles and challenges. And it seems like, you know, a lot of it's also lack of understanding of best practices and expertise, perhaps some skills gap as well, just to like know how and when to apply certain approaches and certain technologies to certain situations. Would, would that be fair to say? Yes, yes. And, and that's why we strive to create a simpler model for wherever you are on that spectrum to be able to access. Oh, good. And I guess maybe our final question we like to ask of a lot of our guests is, you know, where you see the future of AI heading, especially the future of AI-enabled IoT? What can we see ahead for ourselves in the next, you know, five to 10 years? So today, I guess we see a lot of process automation, asset tracking, connected robots in warehouses. You know, we start to see real efforts around all aspects that sort of increase productivity, decrease costs, and improve our quality of life. And then we start seeing visions of, you know, personal digital assistance, smart homes, smart cars, smart environment. And they're now becoming a reality with the help of both the Internet of Things and artificial intelligence. And as consumers, businesses and governments, I guess, start connecting to and controlling their IoT devices in all these environments, such as manufacturing, connected home, transportation, agriculture, the way we interact with our world will change too. So hopefully, you know, we get machines that drive us or transport us from A to B, handle our most boring chores, I hope, and keep a tab on our health and vital statistics, but generally help us make better choices. And then I think as we start adding other sort of nascent technologies here, such as the blockchain, then we start seeing innovation around supply chains and all sorts of other transactions. For example, in smart energy solutions that I referred to earlier, in cities or towns where you might want to enable sort of a decentralized power trade, for example, within a local community, you know, where some houses might produce solar power, use electric vehicles or, you know, other installations. And then the whole town can serve as a sort of temporary energy buffer as well and actually achieve zero emission neighborhoods if they're sensitive to those consumptions and generation cycles as well. So, you know, by using blockchain, we can actually look at how those small environments might handle local buy-sell transactions of energy. And, you know, if I give you another example, for example, in IoT itself, we look oftentimes at sort of, you know, carting the movement of goods from one end of the world, perhaps to another. So for example, refrigerated transport. And we all know in this sort of scenario, you know, milk is very susceptible to temperature ranges and humidities and would go bad if we didn't manage to monitor and oftentimes affects consumers downstream. So simply, if you produce the milk and it's going to some sort of kind of processing place and it gets transported from one carrier to another along that process until it finally reaches the retail store. And with IoT, we've got all sorts of devices keeping track of that temperature and humidity, and even potentially GPS now with your goods as well. And with blockchain and IoT and AI, the algorithms attached to them, we can ensure that every step is along that way, that the goods are being carried and transported to meet those standards, compliance standards, and delivered to the place as we expect to have them. So really an exciting future of possibilities. 
you know, we're definitely has a lot of positive impact. I think corporations and enterprises and public and private sector folks really can gain a lot more intelligence from the devices out there and intelligence in all senses of the word. So <laughs> both artificial and human and device and customer and process. So I think this is really great. We really appreciate your insight. So I just wanted to thank you again for participating on this podcast and providing some really great feedback and insight into the future of Internet of Things and artificial intelligence really impacting that industry. Thank you for having me, Ron. So listeners, as always, we're going to post articles and concepts that we've discussed here in the show notes. We'll make sure if Rashmi has anything that she would like to share with us to the community, we'll post that link up there. We encourage you to take a look at that and check the show notes and we'll catch you all on the next AI Today podcast. Thank you again, Rashmi, for joining us. And that's a wrap for today. To download this episode, find additional episodes and transcripts, subscribe to our newsletter and more please visit our website at Cognolitica.com. Join the discussion in between podcasts on the AI Today Facebook group and make sure to join the Cognolitica Facebook page for updates on this and future podcasts. Also subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, Google Play, and elsewhere to get notified of future episodes. Want to support this podcast and get your message out to our listeners? Then become a sponsor. We offer significant benefits for AI Today sponsors, including promotion in the podcast and landing page, and opportunities to be a guest on the AI Today show. For more information on sponsorship, visit the Cognolytica website and click on the podcast link. This sound recording and its contents is copyright 2017 by Cognolytica. All rights reserved. Music by Matsu Gravas. As always, thanks for listening to AI Today, and we'll catch you at the next podcast.